Hello and welcome everybody to the Justin Robert Young Podcast. I come to you live from San Diego, California, looking out into the San Diego Harbor, question mark? Is it a harbor? I'm not sure. What do you think? Ashley's in the room. Is it a harbor? Is it a bay? San Diego Bay? The bay Bay. Oh, stop it. She's being ridiculous. Uh, all I know is there, there's an aircraft carrier and an embassy suites in our view, and it is picturesque. We are here live at TwitchCon, which uh, is already bustling, and I can say without a doubt that it is 150% better in terms of getting my badge than it was last year at San Jose, where it was a total shit show. Uh, what I want to do here in this first segment is take you through a a harrowing journey I had to the airport while we check in periodically. Here, Ash, grab either come over here, come to the edge of the of, of the bed here, because I'm going to ask you questions and you need to be on mic. So, Ashley came out here because obviously she has work uh, the day before. I came today. My flight was at 6 o'clock in the morning. I flew out of Oakland and not San Francisco, so I woke up at about 4.30, looking to shower. I already had already packed. I needed to you know, do a few things just to make sure that uh, we were set up to go. But by the time that I uh, you know, realized that I needed to you know, get out of the house, it was about 4.45. And I had a suspicious amount of time in my mind in that like, I had enough time that I could do a thing. The thing I wanted to do, apparently, because I walked into the kitchen and it smelled kind of weird, is do some dishes. So I did some dishes. Next thing you know, time ticking off the clock, ticking off the clock. I'm going to pause the story right here so I can ask Ashley Paramore, my wife, who frequently travels with me. How would you describe your travel anxiety? I I think it's completely reasonable. Um, because like I don't like having to rush to the airport. Mm-hmm. I don't like having to, if, if I'm rolling in and it's like, I'm the last person to board the plane. Yeah. Like it, I, it freaks me out. So it's very important to me mm-hmm. to be able to be at the airport through TSA at least an hour before my flight. And I can always like stop and have a, you know, a mimosa, a traditional pre-flight yeah. mimosa and check some emails and like just, Relax and be like among the first people on the plane in my seat. Chill. So when you flew out the day before, how early before your flight did you leave our apartment to get to the same airport to get on a flight from Oakland to San Diego? My flight was at 1145. Mm-hmm. I left at 945. Okay. So two hours before takeoff. So for the rest of the story, I'm going to imagine that you are with me, but you are silent until we will heal, hear your reactions for the first times right here on this podcast. So let's start from where we uh, left off. It is 4.45. You are silently following along with me. The flight is at 6, boards at 5.30. And instead of immediately running out of the apartment, I decide I need to do dishes. What is your reaction? I would be freaking out immediately. <laughs> be like, we need to call the car. The car is going to take like 
minimum 10 minutes to get here because it's before 6 a.m. Like, we gotta go, 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 go. Husband, what are you doing? Go. I'm doing my dishes. Scrub, scrub, scrub. I'm doing my dishes. Scrub, scrub, scrub. Jerry! Scrub, scrub, scrub. Jerry, scrub, scrub. you gotta go! You gotta go! Where are you? Jerry, what are you doing? I look at the clock and it's 5 in the morning. Flight leaves at 6, it boards at 5 30. At which point I am. We're gonna miss our flight! <laughs> oh point, my god! <laughs> at which point I am now calling for the first time. By the way, Ashley is so stressed out even thinking about this. She has slammed her head into the bed in anxiety shame. Uh, so we are, uh, or sorry, I, I call the Uber at five. And the Uber immediately says that it is going to be 20 minutes. We're doomed. No. Rebook. Rebook. <laughs> so you you would have definitely just kept rebooking until somebody came faster than 20 minutes, right? No, I would have. I probably would have left before we even got to the Uber stage and just left you to fend for yourself. And like, yeah. I would have rolled out of bed at 445, which was is late for me. Yeah. And I would have, because what I'll do is if I have an early flight, is I'll completely shower before. I might even go to bed in the clothes that I plan on wearing to the airport. So and I literally out roll out of bed, grab my bag, Ow. leave. Like, I would have been gone the second the... It's at this point, and you know that I'm, I'm a fairly cool customer when it comes to, to travel, when, and, and even when it's going to be late. I'm starting to worry a little bit. And I'm, like, looking at other flights, like, whether or not, because I had stuff I needed to do today... Whether or not it's going to like screw up with the other stuff that I'm that I'm planning on doing, I finally get into the car and I look at the uh, uh, expected time of arrival, and it is five forty, ten minutes after boarding begins on my flight. Like, no. No, you have to be there before boarding starts. Like, that is not okay. Justin Robert Young. But I don't have to check any bags. I have TSA parade. Don't care. I can just walk. It's not a big airport, right? I could just literally walk right in. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I go. I, go. I finally get there. It's a little earlier. So it's like... 5.38 by the time that I actually get in, get through TSA super quick, and I... You have the door slammed in your face. <laughs> no, although I initially think I'm fucked because there's nobody waiting, nobody's matriculating into the plane, and there's just one dude there, but the door's open. As long as the door's open, you're never screwed. Like, even if they've already called last call... As long as the door is open, you, you're usually okay. But I walk up and I'm like, hey, you guys still boarding? He says, yes. And I assume that I am the last person on the plane. Yeah. So this proves that, that my way is right. No, it doesn't. It does not. God, I wish you missed that fucking flight. <laughs> I got into the jetway. I, the first thing I did was texted my wife. Do you remember what I texted? She's going to get her phone right now so she can read it. I was so relieved. I was so relieved that that was that uh, that was the case. Uh, but I did immediately type out this text to my wife. Yeah, and this was at five forty-seven a.m. It was like, 
oh my god you're right i'm never gonna do this again that's not what i said no you said holy shit you would have murdered me for how close i cut this flight and in which i knew that it had to have been really bad because he never i mean that was i literally said that as soon as i cleared the the boarding pass thing so i was 17 minutes after boarding (laughs) that i got on that flight We've definitely missed flights before because of your life. No, we missed the bag cutoff, and then I, I hay bossed our way into uh, getting our bags on. No, I just remember there was a flight that we missed because of you because I told you I would lord it over you forever. Mm, I remember that one time we did miss the bag cutoff, and then I, I I I pulled like a we were still like one k. So uh, I, I was like, hey, man, come on, what's up? And he was like, yeah, okay, fine. And just like beep, bop, booped and took care of it. I don't remember missing a flight with you. Have you ever heard of the phrase beg packers? No. Beg packers. I don't know. Maybe you want to do this. This is, this is what a beg packer is. Uh, folks who are traveling around the world, oftentimes because they are Westerners, Americans and Europeans, they are in places that are uh, of a lower standard of living. They're third world countries, oftentimes, but uh, you know they run out of money, so they beg pack. And now I am showing my wife pictures of white people who set up. Like a little, uh, uh, like, you know, I mean, I guess beggars would be the most uh, a vulgar term for it, but panhandlers, and they just have signs that are like, yo, I'm traveling. You want to give me some money so I can keep traveling? But it's a bit of a controversy now because people see it as third, third world exploitation, that you are using uh, uh, the literally the poorest among us to fund what is you know, essentially a vacation. You know, yes, it is your cultural enrichment, but it is something that you have taken the uh, uh, steps to do yourself and you are subsidizing that by way of folks who don't really have a lot. So people who have a lot are out there taking the scraps uh, uh, from, you know, the, 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 the bottom billion often. So is that something that you could see yourself doing? Could you see yourself begpacking? No. Why not? It's free money. After all, the government says that everybody should. By the way, uh, did I tell you this? Uh, Andrew Heaton was on Night Attack, and he fucking knew and worked with John Stossel. And we played him this puppet video that Jackie Heard made where I was doing the John Stossel uh, uh, impression. And Heaton legit didn't know that it was me doing the impression. He thought that we had gotten, uh, before I got very silly, he thought that we had like taken like old ABC sound uh, of, of John Stossel. So never tell me that my Stossel impression sucks because like legit, we proved it. It was great. Anyway, back to shut up. God damn it. This is what I get. This is what I get for letting you on the podcast. Bagpacking. Do you have any bagpacking takes? Um, so I think it's terrible. That being said, there are acceptable forms of bagpacking. This is my hot take. Okay. Are you ready? Are you ready? Bag packing defender, Ashley Paramore, clear your plates. Here we go. 
So the way that you do it is not the way that's happening with like these fucking whiteies, McTighties, like panhandling. Whitey McTighties. Like reading, like scanning through that article yeah. like that's not the way to do it mm-hmm. the acceptable form of bag packing mm-hmm. is create a patreon okay <laughs> patreon.com slash jury daily right and you will so see payjurydaily.com mm-hmm. you will see an acceptable form of bag packing you have like a nice little but I'm not packing I'm just begging I mean, I guess I'm here traveling. Tra- travel bloggers do that, too. So you're saying I should become a travel blogger? I mean, effectively, don't just, like, have a product is what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, this, like, whole street Yo, thing. Like, but, like, you know, my, my, my enlightenment is my product. I mean, like, why do we define products so narrowly? Like, look, man, I have no issue with, like, crowdsourcing traveling the world. Yeah. Like, I get that. That's fun. That's fine. That's good. But like, just like, give me for the sake of give me. I don't like that. It's it's unseemly. Unseemly. And on the streets, like if you're talking about like in third world countries, I haven't read the article, so I'm just like pulling things out of my ass here. But like, that's not. I read it. Yeah, you got it. That's you, you not got, you cool. Got it. That's not cool. Now, is it is it any better or is it just irresponsible if. Somebody goes there and just kind of like runs out of money because like, you know, life and now they legit need a little bit of money to get out of the country. Is 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 that an acceptable time to beg in a third world country? I developing country, a developing nation. I want to say no. So what, you have to live you there know, now. I, you have to get. You have to get a job. Fucking job, man. And fucking you know, hippies. And you know what? Like the thing. That's how I came to live in Laos. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, are you gonna be so irresponsible that you're gonna spend all your money and get stuck round trip ticket? Like, don't, maybe not. Don't you have like? Stop hassling me. Friends or family? I'm on. Look, I'm trying to find myself. I can like book. Get you out. That's the problem with you Westerners. You're just so money obsessed. I'm out. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it. It's fucking stupid. All right. Well, uh, uh, we will double up on the high thoughts next week, but that will be the episode for today. Thank you very much to all of our producers. Let's go ahead and get those producers. Let's go ahead and do it. Actually, actually, do you have anything that you want to that you want to shout out? Anything uh, at TwitchCon? Oh yeah, you're doing a meetup, right? Yeah. Uh, where and when is your meetup? Uh, the where is hard. Uh, cause I need to find it now. Uh, it's uh Friday at one fifteen p.m. with Team Bone In, the team that I'm on. Bone In, like Bone In a piece. Bone In, yeah. Because you're, it's a cooking stream. Yeah, so uh, it's one fifteen. It's in one of the community, the community room meetup rooms. So you'll have to find it on twitchcon.com. You'll be able to find it. The team bone in meetup. And that is when? Tomorrow, Friday. Friday. What time? Do you know? I, I already said it. Okay. <laughs> Good. 
Here's our producers, Dustin, Robert H., Brian C., M., Trey the Melodica Man, Adam, Middle-Aged, Mike, and Harry Lee Smith. Of course, you can email me, jurydaily, at gmail.com, Twitter, and Instagram, at Justin R. Young, and you can join our Discord, bit.ly slash jurydiscord. And the person who gave us our jury story for today is open by you. Friends, until we speak again next week, please give a round of applause to Mr. Wacky, but more importantly, please... Don't. Don't. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>